everyone, it's Natasha Toddy Weston, entrepreneur, content creator, and three times best-selling author. Let's scratch the titles. I'm just the girl next door. If you follow me on social media, you know I'm all about being an open book, bringing current events from the real world and my world to the table to give my sisters from other misters insight, wisdom, and real talk about life, business, and all that other ish. The reason I created Table Talk with Toddy is because I've spent the last decade mostly online talking to people, more specifically millennial women all around the world about the ups and downs that come with building a brand, being a mom, and having a personal life. And what I eventually realized was that we all have many of the same questions, curiosities, and challenges. So here we are. On the Table Talk with Toddy podcast, we'll laugh, we'll cry, and I'm pretty sure we'll be pouring it up together on many occasions. It's about time that you got a relatable, unapologetic view on life as a creative living in the 21st century. On this show, you'll hear from some of my close friends, family, and guests that I've learned a thing or two from over the last decade. Get ready for some ahas, mm-hmms, and yes girls, because at this table, nothing, and I mean nothing, is off limits. Be sure to subscribe to the Table Talk with Toddy podcast right now on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to leave a rating and review. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Table Talk with Toddy podcast. I am your host, Natasha Toddy Weston, and I am so excited that you are joining me today. Now, something a little bit new is happening over here in the background Some of you can see me as well as hear me through the audio version of the podcast. So a lot of new things are coming in 2021 uh, for this show. And one of those things is that we're bringing the the video podcast back. Now, a couple years ago, I tried to keep up with doing a video version of the podcast. But to be completely honest, it was a lot to keep up with, and I honestly was just more focused on bringing you guys consistent episodes. And so now that I've nailed that and I've nailed my podcasting uh, process, I figured why wait until the new year to incorporate video? So here we are. If you're listening to the podcast through just audio only, welcome. If you are an oldie but a goodie, welcome back. If you are joining us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, or wherever we're streaming this particular episode, then hi, shout out to you. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Today's show is sponsored by Totspot Media, who has so beautifully produced all of our 2020 episodes. Are you thinking about launching your own podcast show in 2021? Do you want to create a platform to better communicate with your audience without having to leave the comfort of your home or office? Do you dread, and I mean dread, the technical part of podcasting? Well, Tosspot Media has just a solution for you. Introducing the Launcher Podcast Like a Pro Experience, a done-for-you service where they have eliminated the overwhelm for entrepreneurs, creatives, and small business owners who are ready to dive into the podcasting world. Let them handle the logistics and setup of your newly raves about show. All you have to do, check this out. All you have to do is provide your show name, your concept, and one to two already recorded episodes of which you can record 
right from your mobile device. Learn more about this service for aspiring podcasters at totspotmedia.com and tell them that Toddy sent you from the Table Talk with Toddy podcast. So welcome to the show, you guys. Again, if you're new here, I really want to say thank you so much for number one, finding us and two, for spending some time with us today because today is a special day. It is the final episode of the year, which is always a big deal over here because I get to go back and kind of recap the year and share some of my highs, share some of my lows and share some of the biggest takeaways in my personal opinion. And so you have stumbled across this show on a really, really, really good day. Now, if you're an oldie, please make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast on any of your favorite directories. You can catch up on all past episodes at tabletalkwithtidy.com. And I mean, we're everywhere, y'all. And as of this year, we are one of the first Amazon podcasts to grace their platform on Amazon Music. So if you are an Alexa fan, an Amazon fan like I am, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review, and share this episode with your people, all right? The link will be down in the description box. So quick recap, and I'm going to try and not stay on this too, too long, but quick recap of the year. I mean, besides the coronavirus, which we won't even waste any time talking about, this year has been one of my best years to date. And I know that sounds crazy because we were in a global pandemic. We were quarantining all year. This year has made a pivotal turn in um, my career. One of the first things that took place this year is my nine to five ended. This was back in May when things really started to shut down. I know in our 2019 recap that we did, and if you haven't listened to that one, by the way, I encourage you to check that episode out as well. It had a lot of gems and a lot of ahas as well. So if you listen to that episode, then you remember me talking about how 2019 was kind of my year for just kind of working my nine to five, making a lot of money and just kind of enjoying life. Um, I rebuilt a lot of relationships that were very important to me. And so in May, my nine to five ended, right? So of course, a lot of people's jobs ended. And so my nice little cushy, great paying job came to an end. And to be honest, I wasn't sad. I kind of saw it coming and I was able to prepare and able to uh, kind of restructure my entire business, which you guys know is Top Spot Media. Um, and so everything happened in perfect timing and I'm really excited about that. With that being said, one of the first big highlights of my 2020 was that I became, officially became a talk show host. So when the last season of the podcast ended, it was kind of right when we transitioned into quarantine, like for real, for real quarantine. And I was trying to figure out a way to still engage with you all, my audience, in a way that would have been a little bit different from what I had normally been doing. And so I figured since we were lacking human face-to-face interaction, instead of bringing the podcast right back for another season... I will go ahead and execute my dream of becoming a talk show host. And so, of course, I have a media company. So within less than 30 days, I not only came up with the full concept 
for my talk show, Toddy Tonight, but I also executed it from start to finish completely by myself because obviously we were on lockdown. There were there was no team. It was just me and working with some people on my team that um, are overseas. But nonetheless, the show was conceptualized, executed, fully executed, and we were able to have so much success like that that really gave me the boost that I needed in 2020 if that's all that I accomplished this year I would have had a super duper successful year and so if you have not checked out Toddy tonight you can watch all four of the pilot episodes on Facebook so it's facebook.com forward slash Toddy tonight I'll try to remember to put it down in the description as well so as soon as Toddy Tonight wrapped, as soon as the finale wrapped, I introduced my second biggest, most exciting venture of the year, and that was opening my online women's boutique called Ethel and Carrie. And so I'm sure most of you know about that. So it was kind of like everything kind of seamlessly transitioned from one to another. And that was just super exciting for me. Um, you guys know my whole career started in the fashion industry. And so for this to have been birthed this year in memory of my grandmother and my great grandmother that it was just it was really a big accomplishment for me. And so those were really the highlights of my year from a professional career standpoint. And then, of course, my business, Totspot Media, has done numbers in really the last half of 2020. So I am just, I'm grateful for this year, even though it has been a very challenging year. I feel like it has really pushed me and it has pushed me to the point to where 2021, I'm going to be good to go because I really, I really didn't get comfortable this year. I really didn't sit down and become complacent with just sitting back and just waiting to see what was going to happen in the world. So I am proud of myself for pushing through, even though this has been a very mentally and spiritually draining year. So to keep the tradition going with the compilation of my best ahas of the year on the final episode of the year, I go back through all of my social media posts, specifically my tweets and my Instagrams, and I pull out like some of my biggest ahas, the things that you guys responded to the most. And I kind of compiled them all here on the podcast, sharing with you, kind of dive just a little bit deeper into what my thought process was when I tweeted these things or when I uh, said them online. It has come to my attention that I am really, that my, uh, what do you call them? Tweet grams are really profound and that you guys seem to enjoy them. And so let me just put this out there. How I noticed that my tweet grams were really shaking things up was when I discovered that there were a couple of individuals on Instagram who were literally stealing, because again, you guys, these are things that came to me straight from God. Like I didn't find them on on Google. I didn't copy and paste them from somebody else's page. They literally were direct words and instructions from God. So I found out that there were a couple of people who were literally taking my quotes, putting them on their own graphics and not giving me any credit. And it was just, I was like, golly, why do people do that? But anyway, so that's when I really knew that these quotes and things that I was saying and sharing with you guys was super valuable. So please 
feel free to tweet anything that I share with you today. Just give your girls some credit. I would really love that. Um, but of course, the mission is to spread the knowledge and the wisdom that I do have. So please, please, please share. 2019 was my year of rest and reconstruction. And when I was thinking about what two words would describe my 2020, I would have to say that 2020 was my year of clarity and execution. 2020 was my year of clarity and execution. So last year, I told y'all that I felt like I was able to exhale and really take my time with life. I wasn't so much in a rush to accomplish anything or to meet any particular milestones. And what's funny is that I didn't necessarily come into 2020 expecting or having these long drawn out plans. I just kind of feel like we all had to pivot and do what was best for us, whether it was in our personal lives or our professional lives this year. So 2020, of course, was filled with highs and lows, but it was a necessary year for me because I don't think I would have done a lot of the things that I was able to do this year had I not been like super, super uncomfortable at the end of the day. I was super uncomfortable, so I had to just like keep a move. And then I felt like what I did this year was going to set the tone for the following year. Um, even though we were in a pandemic. So as we did with last year, I kind of broke down the best of my ahas in certain categories. But this year I combined self-discovery with life. And then of course there is a business category as well. So I want to start off with my best ahas of life and self-discovery. Just because I have more there this year, which I think is a good thing. I have here seven ahas, and I'm going to try and not spend too much time on each thing. I did make some notes just to make sure I stay on track because y'all know how that goes. So let's just go ahead and dive into it. First aha of life and self-discovery from 2020 is that there's a time to speak and a time to listen. If you don't pray for the discernment to know when should be what, you'll miss out on a lot. And I recently shared this on social media. And literally what I mean by that is I think that this year, because everything was so virtual, it was easy to get caught up in overconsumption of whether it's information, opinions, advice, expertise. And I just feel like there's a season to be a student and there's a season to be a teacher. And if you're really smart, you're always a student and you're doing more listening than you're doing talking. And so I don't know if you guys have noticed, but there are seasons where I get quiet or I'm not posting as frequently or you don't see me pop up on as many tweets or making many posts. That is mostly because I have learned that when you overconsume, it's almost like overeating. When you overeat, your energy is lower. When you overeat, you gain weight. And we all know what happens when you gain too much weight, right? It just affects every area of your life. And I think we are in a season, especially with everything being so virtual now, where everybody is over-consuming information. Everybody is over-tapped in and over-invested and over-subscribed to too many people, to too many messages, to too much information. And so what I have found to be true, because I was once there, is that when you are so busy holding the mic in your hand, you can't hear when you're talking. And so that is really what inspired that aha. And I, I shared this also on social media. I said the mic shouldn't always be in your hand. 
If you're never listening, how will you know what to say or how to respond effectively? And so I want you guys to keep that in mind, especially as we move into the new year. So you don't always have to be running your mouth because if you're always running your mouth, you can't listen. And, and if you're a business owner, you have to be able to listen to what people are saying to you so that you know what problems they have so that you can potentially solve them. And so anyway, the second aha is that, and, and this is super relevant and dead on with the virus, is that God shut down the entire world so that we can get on top. This actually came from a conversation that I had at the beginning of quarantine with one of my best friends, Candace Nicole. Hey, Candace. And when her and I were talking about everything that was happening, we were both in the process of pivoting in our businesses and trying to figure out how we could better serve at the time and, and just what we could do to survive this thing. And I told her, I said, you know, it's funny because last year when we were having these conversations, it was very different. This year, I feel like God shut everybody down so that the people who have been putting in the work and putting in the years and putting in the consistency and putting in the blood, sweat and tears that this year we can rise above and be on top. And so I also went a little deeper and I shared that what on top means will vary depending on you. Some of us want to be on top of our finances. Others want to be on top of getting more rest. You choose what you want to be on top of when we come out of this. So for me, when COVID is over, I wanted to be on top of my business, my finances, and incorporating rest into my strategy because we're kind of in this whole age where it's like, all work, no play. All, you know, I'll sleep when I'm dead. And honey, I got rid of that philosophy a long time ago. So the third aha of 2020 is don't give them the watered down version of you because too much water kills a plant. I think that's self-explanatory. I think I have definitely tapped more into who I am and have showcased that a lot this year. Some things, maybe people didn't respond that great to. Maybe some things were, you know, y'all kind of took a little, hmm, she's into that or whatever the case may be. I definitely feel like it does me a disservice and you as well when I am trying to dim down my light just to make other people comfortable. My fourth aha is, I don't know who needs to hear this, but if you want to win, invite God in. I'll say that this was the best move of the year. When 2020 started, one of my intentions was to really focus more on my spiritual life, really work more on praying more specifically, really uh, making sure that whatever move I made, that I asked God to lead the way. So that I was 100% sure that every move that I made, he either put a stamp on it or he would deter me from it. And so I will have to say that that has been the best intention that I set for this year because I can literally see how it has transformed me as a person and how it has um, strengthened me through one of the most trying years of my life. The fifth aha is that self-care and time off is just as important as the hustle. That kind of goes hand in hand to what I was saying earlier is that, and I was actually sharing this with a friend of mine last night. You know, she was sharing how she was kind of dealing with, I think it's called functional depression, how she was just working, 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 and wasn't really allowing herself to rest. And I was sharing with her how, even though this has been like a really busy, like last half of the year, how I'm very intentional on setting boundaries that allow me to rest. So things that I've changed this year are putting business hours 
in place and enforcing them. Like if I take a, a Zoom or a conference call on a Monday, it's because I just want to. But most of the time, Mondays are strictly admin days. I'm not working on client projects or anything. And then I have specific days that I set to work on client projects. And then I have specific days that I speak to potential clients. And then I have specific days where I do things like I'm doing today, which is recording this podcast. And so setting those boundaries, setting um, business hours, sticking to them, allowing myself to take a nap in the middle of the day if I feel myself getting really fatigued. Because the truth of the matter is that if you work through being tired, then you're not really as effective. So just really setting those boundaries and allowing yourself to have time off and to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. The sixth aha in life and self-discovery is when God is at the head of your table, you will eat. You literally won't even have to leave the house to find food. Let that sink in. That kind of goes hand in hand with what I just shared a few moments ago. Just make sure that whatever it is you want to do, that you have a conversation with God first. Because I'm telling y'all from experience, that literally shifted my entire life this year for the better. I don't worry and stress about certain things anymore because it's like whenever I feel like the bank account is getting a little bit too low for my liking, he literally will send a whole wave of new clients or a whole new wave of requests or a whole new wave of projects my way and I'm over replenished. And so that's basically what that means as well. The seventh and final best of life and self-discovery of 2020 is something that I posted last week and to date it is my most shared and saved Instagram posts since I've been on Instagram. And that is sometimes all God wants you to do is decide so he can provide. And what I was thinking when I posted this is that, and I kind of shared or hinted, is that Tyler and I are relocating to a new state in 2021. And This was literally something that I knew God wanted me to do since the beginning of 2020, but it was one of those things where, of course, I'm scared. Of course, I'm not sure if that's actually him telling me that me and my child need to pick up and move to a whole nother state. And so within the last few weeks, um, I just kept continuously getting more and more serious confirmation of the exact city that we're actually going to be moving to. And as soon as I made the decision, as soon as I said, okay, God, I hear you the doors started to open. Literally, the doors have started to open like it's crazy. And so I tweeted that and then I shared it on my Instagram and you guys were like, you are absolutely right. As soon as you make the decision, whether it's an easy or a hard one, things just always line up. And so I just wanted to, you know, share that with you guys so that you keep that in mind going into the new year. All right. So let's move on to what is probably one of y'all's favorite parts of all of this. And that is the best of my business ahas for 2020. And I had a lot, just FYI, but I kind of condensed them down just so that this episode wasn't like super duper long. My first aha of 2020 in business is that knowledge is good, but applied knowledge is gold. If you know you know something, teach someone else. If you've been taught something, apply it. Point is, it does no one any good when it is not what? applied. And so this particularly goes hand in hand with 
overconsumption of information, overconsumption of too many people's content. And what I have found to be true is that you can read 10 books on business, you can watch 20 million YouTube videos on business, you can listen to or subscribe to 10 business podcasts, but what if you don't need all of that information in this season, right? What if you are still just at the beginning stages of how to structure your business legally, right? Like how to set up your LLC, how to do your articles of incorporation, how to set up a business bank account. If you're still at that stage in your business, I'm a firm believer in not consuming information about marketing or branding your business because you haven't even legally set your business up yet. And so that's what I mean by, you know, knowledge is good. It's good to consume. It's good to get information from different sources and on different topics. But what happens is that when you overconsume, you become overwhelmed. And when you're overwhelmed, you are stuck, stagnant, and not doing anything. And so I believe that you need to identify where you are right now, whether it's in life or business, and only consume information that's going to push the needle in that area. So that once you push past that needle, you can move on to consuming information for the next level. The next aha in business of 2020 is one of my favorite things that I have learned this year and that I have walked in and operated fully in this year. And that is you can't sell what you don't solidify. You can't sell what you don't solidify. So I don't know, there's going to be a lot of people that probably don't like this, but stop selling how to make six figures if you haven't made six figures. If you can teach me how to set up my business legally, if, if you've done that multiple times and you, you could take me from that point A to that point C, teach me that. But if you haven't yourself made six figures, don't teach me or try to teach me how to do that. One book that I read this year, which I'll also put down in the description box, is a 50 Cent's new book. It's called Hustle, Hustle Smarter, something. Don't quote me. I'm going to put it down in the description. But I read his new book twice, y'all. And... One part that stuck out to me the most is how important it is to just do things, right? I particularly love this because this is exactly how I operate. So my strategy for my business is simple. I create what I want to sell for myself first. Then my clients find me and ask me to do the same thing for them. Take the podcast for an example. I've been podcasting. Next September will be five years, right? So I've been podcasting before it even became a popular thing to do. So if you could just imagine within the first three years, I learned a lot. I learned a lot. And so before I made the first masterclass about launching a podcast, I obviously had to launch one successfully. I obviously had to, to see some success in that area successfully, enough to have given myself enough time to have trial and error. Well, now not only have I created a podcast planner, which you can get on Amazon, but I have also created an online masterclass, a couple of them, and now helping other small business owners, creatives, entrepreneurs who want to start business, want to start podcasts, excuse me, but maybe don't have the time, maybe you don't just know how to do it from a logistical standpoint. We offer that now as a service. You can't sell what you don't solidify. So this is why it's important that if you get an idea to do something, if you think about a future product or service that you want to create, you need to be the test dummy first <laughs> because once you're the test dummy, you have kind of um, showcased that you do know what you're doing before someone else would trust you. So the same could go for Tidy Tonight, how I 
literally executed that within less than 30 days. Really, it was closer to three weeks. So now if a client comes to me and says, hey, you know, I want a digital talk show. I know exactly what to do and how to how to lead them. And so that's very, 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 very important. So with Toddy Tonight, I also knew, you know, my initial goal wasn't only to have my own talk show. Todd Spot Media is going to be way bigger than what it is now, right? What we're doing right now from a service perspective is just, that's just the bare minimum of the vision that I have for the company. Todd Spot Media is about to be the next own. So for me, I have to learn how to produce shows so that I can bring on other types of shows from other people. And so you are always your best first student. Be your first test dummy. Don't be out here trying to test services and products on other people. You know, like, I mean, granted, there are some exceptions to that. But for the most part, you need to create what you want to sell for yourself first. Then I promise you people will find you if it's something that they want. All right. So the next aha in business is, y'all hear me on this one. There is such a thing as business energy. You patronize, you get patronized. And so if you're one of those people who is always expecting people to hire you, buy from you, and you're not buying from anyone else, or hiring anyone else, or exchanging money with other people, then you really cannot expect people to patronize your business. And it's really simple. I don't care if you spend $20 a month with another business owner. It matters. It's energy you're putting out there. I particularly exercise this you know, with anything that I need. If I know somebody that offers that and I need it, i rather hire them than to just try to do it myself or keep the money in my pocket, right? Because I know that for every dollar I spend, I always get it back tenfold. And so it just really comes down to a mindset thing. You don't have to be making a whole lot of money to patronize someone else's business or to, and patronizing goes beyond even exchange of money, right? You can patronize someone's business by sharing or referring them to someone else. So if you are flat out broke and just don't have the money to invest or to buy from other businesses, then refer someone, refer someone, tell someone, share their post if it's you know something that you feel comfortable sharing. Again, there is such a thing as business energy. You patronize, you get patronized. All right. The fourth aha in business of 2020 was my second most saved and shared post on Instagram. And I said, promote what you've got going on every single day. I don't care if it gets zero likes, shares, or views. They see you. Trust me. And I had to learn this. A lot of times in, well, in the past years, I would get so caught up in, if I post something and maybe one or two people like it, and gosh, don't let it be the same one or two people who always like it. I feel like nobody really found value in what I was sharing or what I was offering. And that wasn't the case because just because you're not getting the likes doesn't mean they're not sliding in your DMs. It doesn't mean that they're not emailing you inquiring about what you posted. Your duty is just to post it and do your best to post consistently, right? So don't just post something once and then expect people to gravitate towards it. You have to see something. Most people, before they buy or tap into something, they have to see it repetitively in order to even click on the link or to even say, you know what, let me go check this out because I keep seeing it. And so you got to kind of keep that mindset. And no matter what, no matter if it doesn't get any likes or any reshares or any posts, 
post it. Your duty is to post it. Because if you don't post it, then nobody's going to know about it. And then the fifth aha for business for 2020 is huge, you guys. Run your small business like a big business until it becomes one. Run your small business like a big business until it becomes one. So for me, this is very key. So when I started revamping Totspot Media at the beginning of the year, I really took my client experience into consideration, like beyond the norm. I thought about the back end. I thought about after they pay, what does the process look like? I thought about, you know, just the whole, even the visual experience, just how was the experience that they were getting? How was the customer service that they were getting, right? And so what I did was I would pay attention during my general consultations, or some people call them discovery calls. I would listen to where the customer said that the previous company or previous professional they hired fell short. And I would make sure that I leveled up in that area when it came to my customer service. So you want to take the customer client experience to a higher level. Put systems in place that don't feel small to your customer client. How many times have you bought from a small business owner and the experience just felt like it was from a small business and it wasn't necessarily from like a company like Target or Apple? The idea here is to, you don't have to spend the money that these companies are spending, obviously, but pay attention to where you can um, level up the experience. Run your business like a big business. Like people tell me all the time, like the professionalism with Talks About Media is amazing. I just like how everything kind of seamlessly flows, how the emails seamlessly flow from the beginning of our onboarding to our offboarding. So things like that really allows your business to stand apart. Even if you have a business that's doing something that 20 people in your circle are doing. And so you guys, those are my ahas, my best ahas of 2020. I will have to say that this year has been a blessing. And I won't even say in disguise, it's been a blessing because I think that the people who pushed through this year, who didn't just make excuses because it was a pandemic, who didn't settle to operate in mediocrity because it was a pandemic, those people are really going to win in 2021. And so even if you didn't have the best year, even if maybe you didn't do as much as you know you could have done this year, maybe if you didn't execute or didn't um, or wasn't as consistent as you had hoped, there is always next year, and that's why I'm going to continually do these uh, compilations at the end of the year to kind of just share with you, like, really the things that I learned and so that you can maybe implement these things moving into the new year. It's never too late to press the reset button. It's never too late to start over. I'm excited about 2021. A lot of new things are coming new things are coming. I am going to be doing a move with me vlog series for my big move next year. So make sure you're subscribed to my YouTube channel. All the information will be down in the description box. Make sure you guys leave a review. Let me know what you think about thought about these 12 episodes this year. So we had 12 episodes um, done in 2020, mostly because we had a, the season ended earlier this year and then we picked up late this year so this particular season season seven will go through i believe april so we still have a while to go make sure you share this episode with a friend make sure you comment leave a review let me know what you love about the show let me know what you want to see coming up in 2021 
I am so thankful for all of your love, for all of your support, for all of the shares, for all of the comments, just for all of the love that you guys have shown myself and the show this year. It does not go unnoticed, and I love you guys for life for it. So I'm going to go because I'll sit here and talk to you guys all day. But again, don't forget to leave a review, rate the show, subscribe to the show, share the episode. And last but not least, make sure you go over to NatashaWeston.com. Sign up for my group chat newsletter. I send an email out sometimes twice a week. So make sure you go over there and subscribe. And until 2021, I want to wish you and your family a happy, happy, merry, merry Christmas and a happy new year. And uh, stay connected with me on social media. All the information will be down in the description box. I love you guys and happy new year.